Hey, Hawkeye fans, Chad Leistico here of the Des Moines Register, super special edition of the Hawk Central podcast and radio show. Uh, got uh, the one and only Caitlin Clark with us. Uh, we just, uh, I just got to experience uh, watching her work out. How did you feel like it went? I think it was good. I thought it was a good workout. You know, we usually only go for an hour. I don't really feel like we have to do anything much more than that, but go really hard for an hour. Get a lot of shots in, you know, track shots. Make it competitive with some running, you know. Got to get my conditioning in sometimes, too. But Off the misses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, no, I thought it was good. It's nice to be back home here in Des Moines for a little bit, see my family. brother's graduating, so nice to be around for that. And uh, just kind of reset after long basketball season and school year and then get back up to Iowa City and start workouts again. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of, like, looking around here trying to, like, soak in the scene. Like, I don't, I don't have a house. This isn't your house. No, so just, yeah. no it is not But my this, house. The, where you work out is yeah. just insane. Yeah. Uh, it, it's great. It's friends it's that very are very kind to let us, <laughs> let me use the gym. And I actually live a couple minutes away. So it makes working out really easy. Mm-hmm. Just come over here and, and get my shots up and indoor, outdoor. It's nice. What, what I'm, kind of where I'm getting at is this is so serene. <laughs> and it so, really is. So calm. And I know. Like, compared to the last time that I saw you, which was in Dallas at the yeah. Final Four. I mean, uh, I don't even think I hardly talked to you there compared yeah. to, like, Seattle or yeah. wherever. Uh, you know, four or five deep cameras. <laughs> uh, how, how, how would you say uh, you maybe decompress? Have you needed time to kind of decompress yeah. from kind of the media madness, the pressure of the tournament, yeah, all that absolutely. stuff? absolutely. I think, you know, after we kind of lost, it was nice to get away for a little bit and just kind of reset my mind and – more than anything, just look back at everything that we did. I still feel like it really hasn't sunk in all the way um, just because, you know, so much happened in short, uh, such a short period, whether it's it was the actual on-court games, but even just the whole experience of the Final Four. I mean, there's just a lot of events that they put on while you're in Dallas um, or if it's the fans, you know, getting to interact with them or seeing the way they traveled to Dallas for us and even Seattle and, you know, even the way they supported us in Carver at the end of the year too. So, I think it's it's been nice to, you know, get away and, um, you know, relax a little bit. Obviously, you we got, like, basically an extra month of basketball that a lot of teams mm-hmm. didn't really even get, so that was kind of different in a way. Um, but it's been nice to, you know, just reset but also start working out again. And I, I feel like I'm already kind of itching to get back to Iowa City and, you know, work <laughs> out with the girls because obviously we're going to have a – a fairly, you know, new team, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people returning, but lose two key pieces to what we had and, you know, bringing some younger people along will be huge for us. So what's, what's in the last year. So we did this last year mm-hmm. uh, around this time, uh, and we'll get into that, but, uh, what's new in, in your life since in the last year and mm-hmm. how has your life changed for the better? <laughs> I mean, cause your celebrity has uh-huh. gone from like 10 to, yeah. 50 yeah in the last year uh and maybe for the worse in the last yeah, year. yeah i think it's definitely changed it's been interesting to kind of see unfold obviously when i was like in the heat of march madness and everything that was going on or even you know kind of back to the indiana shot and you know you can even talk about even before that like just the whole year when we would go on the road just the amount of people that would travel and come and watch us or people from you know in that area that would come and watch the hawks so um, it's definitely been different in a way. Um, when I go out in public, obviously people definitely know who I am. Um, and at times that's, you know, really cool. And at other times it's kind of like, well, I just want to go to the grocery store to get something to eat for dinner. And I can't really do that at times, but Hy-Vee, of course, uh, Hy-Vee always, it's the only grocery <laughs> store I shop at. I love Hy-Vee. Hi Chai, baby. Gotta get that. Um, but, or like, even like I go to my brother's state track meet and 
you know, I'm wearing a hat and sunglasses, so I hope people don't recognize me. Like, I'm just trying to be there and watch yeah, him yeah. and be there for him. I don't want it to turn into something about me. And people still can recognize who I am. And, um, you know, obviously I think it's really cool, but at the same time you uh, you just kind of want to be away and be with your mm-hmm. family and, and things like that. But, no, um, I think, you know, being in the spotlight more than anything, I think the coolest part has just been seeing how excited people have been about our team, not only myself, mm-hmm. but – um, I think obviously the ticket sales thing where they had to stop yeah. the sales for next season. I, I assume it's going to be sold out every single game. I know yeah. it's sold out here in Des Moines. Yeah. Um, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if a lot of places we go, it's sold out. Um, and to me, that's super exciting. Um, I think that's just the coolest part of it. I think people are finally realizing how good our team is, um, how much fun we are to watch. Um, and to me, I think that's the coolest thing. So, you know, um, maybe some people wouldn't like being in the spotlight. I wouldn't say, I, you know, I love it at all times, but I still think the impact that you have on people and younger kids. And, you know, I get tagged in Twitter a lot of people, a, lo- a lot recently actually of kids doing like their end of the school year projects where they get to like dress up as somebody famous and make like oh, a poster yeah. board yeah, yeah. about them. And I've been getting tagged in like a lot of that type of stuff. So it's just kind of cool the impact you get to have on younger kids and things like that. So I think like that's the most special part of all of it really. Do you feel like you've had to become more guarded or anything like that in anything, or are you just kind of being yourself? Not still? really. I, mean, I think just um, – I've always just kind of been myself. I feel like everybody kind of knows who I am <laughs> and what I stand for and um, what I do. Obviously, you know, I'm somebody that loves to have fun. I'm a little more goofy and outgoing. Um, but at the same time, you know, when it comes down to it, like I do mean business. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I think – always being aware of your surroundings I think is definitely something even for our whole team like it's just different now like the amount of notoriety around the city of like people wanting to talk to us take our pictures like even when we came back from when we landed in Cedar Rapids and drove home the amount of people like where we unload our bags and go to our cars to drive back to our apartments like the amount of people there like you just kind of have to be more aware but at the same time it's just really cool to see you know how excited they are for us and that whole journey they they got to come along with us and be a part of um you know it was really special so uh, as a reference we did an interview in this similar similar spot about a year ago we had a photographer here and uh, i remember you pulled out your phone and showed me the dallas uh, uh yeah. final four logo we just, I just on top of your team chat to our new group we just oh, our new group chat okay is it we cleveland got, i'm gonna show you where was that yeah 23 24 hawks cleveland there, there final four logo tanaya okay. davis is in the group chat yeah she's new yep yeah, yeah. yep so that's awesome yeah uh and you know, the story that we did, you were talking about, it was so prophetic. It was so crazy. I don't yeah. know how you could have possibly known. I you know. were talking about you needed the depth to match South Carolina. You're like, Don Staley has all this depth. Yeah. And then there, and you go and face them and defeat them in Dallas. And then we talked about some of the things you were trying to improve the most. Improve defense, fewer turnovers, yeah. keeping it cool, more offense in the post, yeah. including the amazing <laughs> move against the six-foot-seven girl from South Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you did all those things. You accomplished every single thing that we talked about pretty much last year. You got to the Final Four. Yeah. So now what's, uh, you know, when you think about those things, you know, how much do you feel like you progressed in this last year in mm-hmm. your game, even though it seemed like you couldn't get any better? Yeah, I think um, definitely. I think the biggest growth for myself is just almost the mental aspect of it all, um, being able to balance being in the spotlight. Mm-hmm people screaming at you other teams want to try to fluster you things not going your way because that's just kind of the fact of the matter like things are not going to go your way and being able to understand that and um you know move on from bad calls move on from 
uh, a shot not going in, I think is just kind of the biggest things for me. And then I think turnover wise and defensively, I improved, but I still feel like that's a good area for me to improve on. And mm-hmm. um, obviously that's going to be very important when I decide to take the next step and go to the, to the WNBA. But um, I think uh, something I can improve on going forward almost at times was just my, you know, stamina. I'm in really, really good shape, but I think mm-hmm. at times I felt like I had to conserve energy and I would do that on the defensive end because I knew so much was needed of me on the offensive end. So um, whether that's, you know, relying on your teammates more, using change of speed better, um, I think, you know, that's something I can, you know, improve on. And I love to watch Steph Curry. I think the way he moves mm-hmm. without the ball. Um, and I think, you know, throughout the year, as people just started guarding me in a bunch of different ways, um, you know, that's kind of something I had to, you know, continue to learn is moving without the ball, find ways to get open. Uh, but I do feel like I improved in, you know, all those areas. But for me, I think defense and turnovers is still in another area okay. where I can continue to get better. And, um, you know, I think that's really exciting. Uh, so here's a quote from that story last year. Um, you, you said then, say we made it to the Final Four last year, I would still be working out like this. That's just the way I am. So yeah. you did make it to the Final Four. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I mean, I just can, can bear witness to this. Yeah. I mean, you were – working your tail off in there and sweating through your shirt yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah and hitting threes and running and yeah um, that, um were the fire still there like Absolutely. What, what's think, what's really motivating you right now i think i don't feel like by getting to the final four i don't feel like we've arrived or i've arrived in any way um really? i feel like okay um i mean obviously that was one of my goals and it's amazing to check that off but I don't feel like I should be satisfied by that when I have a whole nother year to play. And um, I feel like I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, the reason we were able to be on that level is because the amazing people that came before us, whether it was Tanaya Davis, whether it was Megan Gustafson, you know, they built a platform. They went to the lead eight. They had some they had a culture um, in our locker room that was really good. And once I got there, we were just able to take another step further. Um, and, you know, I kind of want our – I want that our, that program to be, you know, our program to be in this exact same spot, you know, when I leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, con- to continue to build that and make this, you know, tradition really good. And uh, one thing about last year is, you know, we didn't go undefeated at home, and that's something we kind of always talk mm-hmm. about. We lost one game to NC State, yeah. um, and we, we really should have beat them. We didn't play very well, but um, we were a better team than them. Um, so I think, you know, there's just little victories you can find within the season, too, is, you know, going undefeated at home. Uh, we weren't regular season champs, which is really, really hard to do. Um, we won the Big Ten tournament. We're going to be going for three in a row this year, which is obviously two in a row is plenty difficult, but three will be two. But, um, you know, I think just keeping that high standard of what our culture has always been and what Coach Bluter has been able to build, um, that's really important to myself. And I think, you know, to also Kate and Gabby, you know, we've been together. This will be, what, our fourth year together, which is yeah. – pretty incredible to think about so um you know to 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 continue to build that but also bring the younger people along and you know help them get better so our program can continue to go in the right place when you think back to that tournament run what's what's the game for you what's the game that really honestly georgia because that like it's a tough game i've never been so nervous for a game in my life (laughs) and i think honestly that kind of relates back to the Creighton game for last year. And I think everybody in our program would really tell you the same thing is like, that is the hardest round of the NCAA tournament. And I really, Mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that, um, you know, the zone defense they played, we didn't Mm -hmm. shoot the ball. Well, like just bad turnovers. Um, so I really believe that was once we got past that point, Mm -hmm. we, I felt like we really had a confidence about ourselves and kind of knew, all right, like we got two games to go win in Seattle and then we're right there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt pretty confident going into the Colorado game. They had upset Duke, um, yep. you know, and 
we didn't play a good first half first Colorado um and then we came out in the second half and I felt like we played really good Iowa basketball and I felt like that kind of carried into Louisville in a way and we got <laughs> we got down eight to zero versus Louisville and yeah. <laughs> coach Bluter called a timeout but nobody in our huddle was you know flustered by any means and then really from there on out it was you know we kind of dominated the game from that point and um it's kind of funny because Suberg came to our shooter on the morning before we played Louisville and she's like like, you're just not going to win this game by, like, 15 to 20 points. Like, that's just not how it goes. And then I think we ended up beating them by, like, 15 points 14, or 14 think, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. So, like, it was a comfortable lead at the end of the game. Um, yeah. They kept fighting, obviously, but it wasn't didn't come down to a shot or anything. So, uh, that was kind of funny. But I really – the game that stands out to me is really, you know – the Georgia, Georgia game, I felt yeah. like that's what really pushed us forward throughout the tournament. Yeah, there was a lot of nervous tension in that building. Oh, my gosh. It felt um, very very similar to the Creighton game in an odd yeah, way. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I think our maturity and being able to withstand things not going our way um, it was kind of the difference between the Georgia and the Creighton game is, you know, we made a couple tough shots at the end, and we came up with some big stops. And, you know, we didn't crumble when things didn't really go our way. And that was kind of the difference for us the whole year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, I was – you know, be the South Carolina game just because well, the yes. magnitude. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I can share this now. I talked to your dad like the night before, and I I told him I said I think I think I was going to win. Mm-hmm. I, I flat out think they're going to win. Yeah, and I know they were eleven and a half point underdogs or whatever, but uh, you guys <laughs> Vegas seemed, wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys believe that too. Just as you look back at that, how did you? How were you able to pull that off? Yeah, I think what I remember the most is going through the scout when we like came up with our game plan for what we were going to do versus them. And obviously there's only so much you can do when you're playing two yeah. six, six girls at once. So you kind of have to pick your poison. But so we had gone through the scout at the hotel and we went over to SMU to practice. And like, we were going through all their set plays and we were kind of running that junk defense, which you saw in the game where I kind of just sit in the paint or we have two people just sitting in the paint. And like, I really liked it. I think everybody was like, all right, like yeah. this could really, you know, be something everybody was dialed in and, you know, we believed we could win. We really, you know, thought we could do it. We knew, you know, things were going to kind of go our, have to go our way on shooting the ball. We knew we were going to get out-rebounded by more than 20. Like, <laughs> just kind of accept some of those. Did, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. We did. Um, so I think just some of that stuff. But, you know, we just kind of believed and really, you know, I mean, it was – we have nothing – our thought process going into that game, we really had nothing to lose, you know. Yeah. Everybody in the country thought South Carolina was going to win, and, you know, they probably should have. They had won 42 games in a row. They're, you know, they That's have right, the number right. one pick in the WNBA draft. They're coached by, you know, a legend. So um, we weren't offended by that by any means, but we kind of just knew the reality of what it was. And, you know, we kind of just went out there and played free and played loose. Um, and I think that's kind of what led to, you know, us performing so good. And then uh – yeah, go, I mean, in that game, you were amazing in the on the two point two pointers, driving yeah. to the hoop and, and taking taking. <laughs> Which I was ride. shocked yeah. by, really, because <laughs> I didn't really understand why they were dragging their six seven post player out of the paint so much. But we just kind of kept putting me in ball screen action mm-hmm. because they were just struggling with it so much that you know we just wanted to keep going back to it and going back to it and. Um, you know, Monica made a lot of really nice reads off of ball screen mm-hmm. action, and we ran some, like, twist action on the side for McKenna, which would drag the post away, too, and I could attack on the right side of the rim. So um, I thought coach that was a really, really well-coached game by Coach Bluter, too. Great game plan, ran mm-hmm. really good sets. Um, so, yeah, um, I thought it was, I mean, probably one of the most fun games I've ever played in, and, and that environment was incredible. Yeah. Our fans, the way they traveled down there. 
Um, I wish the arena was bigger so we could have got more <laughs> of them in there. I know 20,000, whatever it was, yeah. is really not that many. Um, but no, I mean, I went back and watched that game uh, probably a week ago. It was my first time. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd you notice? Oh, what does it like? What does it feel like? What like? I think. Well, I mean, I just think the 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 crowd listening to that. Um, mm-hmm. There's little plays in the game that you don't really remember at times too. Um, even like, like what? just the play at the end of the half where uh, you know I have to sub back in. I think I had two or three fouls at the time, and we run that play That's where right. Gabby she ends up missing a shot. She missed it. Yeah, she, it ends, she ends up missing though. a shot, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was an amazing set. I think we only had like a second and a half or two seconds, but you know I got to give Gabby a lot of credit because I don't think she scored in that game and maybe only took two shots, but she played the most minutes out of anybody and just mm-hmm. played. Tremendous defense on Zaya Cook, who is an incredible player, now playing with the the Los Angeles Sparks. So, um, but I mean, Monica in the in the uh, first half, I thought was really good in pick and roll action. Addie came in and gave us some big minutes. Yep. I remember Hannah came in and, and leaked out for a layup in transition. Mm-hmm. Right after they had scored, we just came down and scored right away on them. Um, so there was just a lot of really good things, and I think another key to that game. Kate Martin starts the game off with – we start off with three stops, and Kate Martin gets three rebounds and sets the mm-hmm. tone. So um, just a lot of big plays by a lot of people in that game too. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know, just with the LSU game, I mean, is that yeah. – that uh, how, how do you feel about that now looking back? And I was like, yeah. happy you got there obviously, but um, yeah. so frustrating the circumstances. I know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there was – I mean, second, third, and fourth fouls were, were very yeah. very weak. Yeah, absolutely. And um, – Absolutely. It's just so, you know, thankful that we were there. I thought, um, you know, two tremendous teams on one of the best stages. But obviously the refing was questionable both ways for LSU and for ourselves. It was just, you know, when you're on that stage, people are tuning in. They want to see the best players, the best product we can put on the floor. And it was almost like a disservice to, to the game and what the whole tournament had been. You know, Monica gets two fouls and eventually fouls out. I think McKenna was in foul trouble. You know, LSU's two best players are in foul trouble in the first half, and they're having to sit out. So, um, you know, and I think I picked up my third in the in the first half as well. So, yeah. just um, I think I don't know. I think I don't maybe know if you one of the though, so I don't know yeah, <laughs> one of the media. I think one of the media members. It might have been you. Told me it was like the most fouls called of all the entire tournament. Mm-hmm. It might have been a record number of fouls called. Um, but then obviously I get a huge turn in the game is the and one bucket. But then I get tacked for the technical foul for the just hitting the ball behind my back, which you literally see happen a hundred times in, you know, men's basketball or the NBA. And um, that I was credited with a personal foul too. So I picked up my fourth. Mm-hmm. They're already at the line for an and one and I just got my fourth foul and then they're getting additional free throws on top of that. So that was, and I think at that point we had cut it to seven points. So that was a huge swing in the game, but um, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to our girls. I mean, we're down what at halftime, 18 points, 20 points. And, you know, we came back out firing. I think we cut it to seven, but we couldn't just quite get over that hump. And you got to give a lot of credit to LSU. The way they shot the ball was really good. I thought they had a great game plan. And, you know, Kim Mulkey's one of the best coaches of all time. You know, uh, she's won multiple national championships at two schools. One of the few coaches that's been able to do that. And, um, you know, they played a really, really good game, but, um, yeah, I think just being on that stage and soaking in that moment, Coach Bluter just told us, you know, you have so much to be proud of and a lot to hold your head up about. And, um, you know, we played the maximum number of games, yeah. so it was going to end one way or another that night. But, <laughs> um, yeah. 
I guess if you were like a non-top four seed in the Big Ten tournament, you could have played more games. That's so true. It's not a match. Yeah, we could. We should have just gone yeah. for the non-double bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just got. We could have got one more game, or we could have been like the tenth seed and yeah. got two. <laughs> uh, what do you make of? Uh, I mean, LSU loads up here in the portal with Anissa yeah. Morrow and Haley Van Lith. What do you, yeah. I mean, that's going to obviously make your challenge. Yeah. Uh, tougher, I would guess. Absolutely. To get to the top, what do you What do you think? Of and that? I think that's the thing about the portal is just like so much can change from year to year on teams and things like that, but. But, um, yeah, they certainly loaded up. It's almost, you know, some of the best players I've seen in college basketball on one team now. Um, we scrimmaged DePaul last year, and Nishimaro's really, really skilled post. A little undersized, but has a lot of skill, you know, has an eye for the basketball off the rim. Um, obviously, we played Haley to go to the Final Four, and she's been one of my teammates. And, you know, I've talked to her a little bit, you know, since I, we played her. But, um, you know, I'm a big fan of her and her game. Um, and then, obviously, what they already have and what they're bringing back um, yeah, so they're gonna, they're loaded up. Um, the SEC is always a battle, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, lucky yeah. enough, we don't have to play them in the regular season, I don't <laughs> think, um, unless that game has been scheduled, but I do not think so. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, you never know what you're going to meet them in the tournament. Could be, you know, depending on our seeds, but, um, you know, they're, so, they're certainly the favorite to, to repeat, and, you know, as they should be. They're the defending champions and then add a lot of really, really good pieces to what they already have. Does that give you – just just knowing that they're going to be out there and looming almost yeah. almost like a South Carolina was yeah. last year, you know, like the dream team or whatever. Um, does that give you, I mean, just any more motivation or any more like a um, burn to like, uh, I think, you know, I don't know so much about motivation. I think it's very similar to South Carolina in a way. People like always wanted us to play and, you know, if you want to reach your goals, you have to go through the best. And being able to understand that is, you know, if we want to get back to where we are, we're going to probably have to face them at some point. So, um, you know, but I think our thing is, you know, we might not always have a bunch of five stars or people that are highly sought after when they're coming out of high school, but we have a lot of people that are, you know, really skilled and, and know how to play and know how to be on a team. And, you know, Coach Bluter builds really good teams. And uh, I think that's why we play so well together. She finds really good pieces that all mesh. So uh, being able to buy into one another and kind of use that when we face top talent, not only LSU, but, you know, there's other teams in our conference that have got some really good transfers too. And, um, you know, I think that'll be super important going forward. Your are your sis going to go down now that Monica's oh. gone? I mean, you. She, yeah, I, mean, how many, I don't know. How many of your what? How she many had s- a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of my sis. Forty percent, probably fifty percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say a lot of mine <laughs> did go to Mon, and it'll definitely be weird for a little while. Yeah. Not. Not having her out there, uh, just because I'm so used to it, and we had such good chemistry with one another. Really could understand each other without speaking or looking at each other um but you know i'm excited about what we have and Addie o'grady i think you know she'll work with coach jay a ton this summer and um you know she's been lucky enough to learn from monica for two years Mm -hmm. you couldn't ask for much better than that so um i'm excited about that but also sharon goodman sometimes it just takes you a year to kind of come back from the the acl tear and i know she's been working really hard in the weight room and things like that so i think i'm really excited about those two but you know, we always have the option to, to play some small ball, too, with Hannah at the five. So mm-hmm. um, I think that can be a, a unique thing. It obviously might present some, us some matchup problems on the defensive end, but, we, you know, we always have a bunch of different defenses we can go to. Um, but also, you know, that kind of makes us hard to defend when you're playing a true mm-hmm. five on the other team. Um, so kind of very similar to the Warriors. I'm like, Hannah, you should watch Draymond Green and watch the way he, ah. like, you know, he yeah, can seriously. score, he can rebound, he drives to the basket, yeah. he creates for his teammates – um, things like that and, you know, sets Steph and Clay up and mm-hmm. all those players, like, really, really well. But 
Um, you know, so we'll always have that option of playing five out too. But, you know, I think Addie and Sharon and, mm-hmm. you know, AJ uh, will all, you know, put in a lot of time this summer with Coach Shea because we know that's an area that we, we have to have. And, um, you know, I'm excited for them. It's, you know, there's a spot for the taking, so it's going to be really competitive. Are you surprised, or I don't know? Do you do you think you could still add someone in the portal? Or are, you, are you still trying to? Yeah, I think we work still could. <laughs> yeah, to- <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely still could. But really, there weren't a ton of big girls that had gone into the portal in this yeah. last, um, you know, whatever turn or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, cycle, um, yep. cycle, yep. yeah. Um, but you know, even throughout the summer, people can still go in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could be end of the summer, it could be beginning of the summer. You never know how things are going to shake out. And um, you know, Coach Blitter is always, you know going to look and see to find if somebody fits our culture and is the right person to add and we have a need for them on our team um so you know I trust our coaches I know they've been doing a really good job they've been out recruiting I know the you know AAU circuit's been going on a lot too so um yeah there's still potential to to maybe add somebody at some point but lucky enough I'm not getting paid to make those decisions (laughs) so I don't have to worry about that Uh, I just have to worry about making baskets for us (laughs) (laughs) So how how did you score? Oh, so we we've talked about your Italian heritage. Oh yeah. So how on earth did you score this trip to Croatia? I know. And Southern well, Italy. okay. So so in August, right? At first, Coach Bluter and like Ardobo, her, which is her daughter, uh, were talking yeah. about going to um, like I think it was like Amsterdam and somewhere else, and I'm like uh i don't know about that (laughs) like come on we need to go somewhere like a little more fun like they're like we had just gone to italy like last two trips ago i'm like i don't care like let's go to italy but croatia croatia is like the new spot like it's supposed to be like top of the line like really cool like beautiful in the summer so um i'm super excited i've seen some of the stuff we're doing i know we have like zip lining like a kayak tour so and then we'll play three games over there which i think you know this is a perfect year for us to have that trip planned because, you know, we don't have our start, same starting five, which we've had the last three years. And, you know, we're going to need a lot of people to start playing more and find what works yeah. together, find, you know, what combinations are good. And uh, being able to go over there and do that is, is super good. But also you're allotted more practices in the summer before you go on your foreign trip. So okay. I think we're allotted 10 more practices than normal, which is a huge number. Um, so we'll be able to, you know, practice, put in a lot more, compete a lot more with one another. And I'm expecting our summer practices to be really competitive and, you know, people are going to be fighting for time. Um, that's just kind of how it is, but, um, I think that's, what's really good about it and what makes it, you know, makes people better, makes me better. Um, you know, and that's how we're going to find, you know, who's going to play and, you know, Mm -hmm. what works well together. Uh, oh yeah. I was going to ask what your plan is until this trip. That's in August, right? August. Um, probably mostly in Iowa City, but do yeah. you have, like, like a uh, little downtime here, hopefully? Yeah, so I don't have to go back until really – well, I'll probably be back the first week of June because I have my camp in Iowa City. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I have yeah. it the 7th and the 8th. Yeah, that sold so, out quick, I, uh, I noticed. I think it was four hours. Was, uh, our guy yeah. Kevin over here. Kevin, is, Kevin's uh, putting that on. I think he's nervous <laughs> for it. It's going to be – Is gonna he going to put on a shooting display? Oh, I mean, well, we've heard all about his shooting I mean, today. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to shoot at the camp because he thinks he's a better shooter than me, so <laughs> – it should be the Kevin O'Hare camp, not the Caitlin Clark camp. But um, no, I'm really excited for that. So we have two days in Des Moines, two days in Iowa City. Um, I think there's going to be over like 600 campers total. We'll see between all those days. You're which is just going to sign autographs. Yeah, the time. No, yeah, scared. sign autographs, sign T-shirts, take yeah. pictures. Um, but no, I think it'll be good. You know, I remember going to camp when I was just a young girl and being able to do this back in you know where I grew up. You know. Um, but also where I play now is pretty special and 
I know a lot of young boys and young girls are excited about that. And uh, but yeah, I won't. I'll be back there in June, so I have some time here with my family, which is really nice. And um, yeah, my little brother is graduating from Dowling. My older brother graduated from Iowa State with his master's and starts work officially. He's got a big boy job now. He's not playing sports anymore, <laughs> so uh, he'll start his job in June. So. Um, and then my little brother, he's going to school at Creighton, so he'll leave. Oh. They're actually, they're coming on the foreign trip with us. Yeah. They just booked their plane tickets. So oh, nice. it kind of worked out well. Both of them graduated. So we're all together. This is probably like the first family vacation we've had in like so long. That's Cause awesome. my brother's been playing I've been playing. Colin's been busy with high school stuff. So that'll be fun, but it's definitely been nice to be home with all of them. Cause it usually never works out where we're all there at once. So oh, that's great. That's awesome. Um, what do you, so, uh, one of the, um, uh, things i do want to give a nod to is um uh, you're an ac- you're like the academic all-american of the year yeah like i i don't know if everyone knows that like <laughs> yeah. you like are are legitimately like uh three points so what i read was 3.60 gpa in marketing yeah. i don't know if that's up to date yeah. uh, but uh what i mean on top of the demands you already have <laughs> yeah. how do you how have you been able to successfully juggle that now in three years yeah i think the biggest thing for me like while i've been in college is just like organization and lucky enough like during covid a lot of school was online which is like was like really good for me because i can balance my basketball and travel and you know mm-hmm. when i want to go to the gym and work out and things like that so after covid like i usually take a couple of classes in person but also do a couple online which just makes it really easy for me to balance when you know we're traveling and things like that but i think the biggest thing is like being able to use my resources like you know i've met a lot of people in the tippy college of business that you know help me when i'm gone give me notes things like that but also you know we have access to tutoring and and being able to get help at the athletic learning center which is really nice fairly new jardine i don't know if you've ever been in there but it's beautiful um and i go in there quite, quite a bit but um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is like, that's always something our program has been about is, mm-hmm. I mean, we were over a three, five as a team, yeah, uh, a lot of really doctors, dentists, I know a lot <laughs> <laughs> people solving the world's issues. Unlike <laughs> me, I guess, um, <laughs> but marketing major. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing. yeah. Um, but no, it's. I mean, I think the biggest thing is balance and I'm basically done with all my like business courses at this point. Okay. So okay. I'm only like 20 hours from graduation. Really? Yeah. So my two more time for basketball. Uh, yeah, maybe? my two semesters this yeah. coming year will be a little lighter, which will be really nice to yeah. not have so much stress in that regard. Okay, um, basketball wise, talking to Ke- I want to give Kevin O'Hare the shout out. He, yeah. he was very helpful in uh, uh, lining this up for us. Yeah. Um, Got to give him a shout out. Yeah, Kevin, what's the Twitter? K O'Hare fifty five. Follow K O'Hare fifty five. One of the things he, uh, that I talked to him about, he said he, he noticed that you have gotten a lot stronger, mm-hmm. even from from this past year. Yeah. Would you say? I mean, what? Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. In, in what way? I think the biggest thing is like last summer I didn't do any international basketball, um, and when you're doing that, you're not lifting. Like you, you're, you just don't have a lifting coach with you. So mm-hmm. being able to be in the gym all summer and then you know. I was like very intentional about what I was doing and like wanted to get better, wanted to lift more every week. And I think that's going to be that same focus this summer is, you know, I'm going to be in Iowa city all summer. So be able to get stronger. Cause that's going to be important at the next level for myself is, you know, fueling your body, right. Being able to be stronger. Cause you know, those professional ath- players are just, you know, really strong, a physical, that's just how the game is. The international game is really physical. So it's just kind of something you have to have. Uh, is the summer thing, is that 
I can't. I feel like I heard about the the men's and women's thing together. Is that oh, happening? Is uh, that... I'm not sure if that's happening. Honestly, sure. I'm not okay. probably the person to ask about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know too much. I just yeah. go where I'm. I just go where I'm told. <laughs> well, I, do you have to like say no more often now? Just on other yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, pr- yeah. it's probably like, hey, I'll do everything when you're a freshman oh, or whatever yeah. like that. But like, yeah, I feel like uh, I've always uh, been you know pretty selective about what I'm doing, and that's just kind of how I've been. It's just you know who I'm working with NIL wise and, you know, things like that is just like very protective of my time. And obviously during basketball season, you don't have that much time. There's really not much you, you can work with. You only get one off day a week and you have school on top of that. So it's really already a full-time job. Plus you're adding that in. And um, yeah, so I think just being selective about what I do and being, you know, aware of my time because, you know, there's only so much of it to go around. There's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think being able to priorita- prioritize my sleep and things like that has also been able to be really beneficial for myself, you know, over this past year. But even going forward, I, that's like mm-hmm. super important for myself. It uh, feels like this conversation and I'm not at all putting you on the spot because I don't I obviously honestly don't want to. Yeah. But it feels like you've been talking about, you know. I got one more year left, one more yeah. year left. Is that kind of your mentality? I know that you have the option to yeah. to stay a second year and and uh but you have to have a mentality of like this could be it for me, right? Yeah, I think, you know, understanding I by no means have made any sort of decision. I honestly mm-hmm. haven't even talked to coach Bluter about it and um I don't really know what I'm going to do. I think, you know, a lot of it probably won't be decided until maybe shortly before I have to make that decision mm-hmm. just because it is a big decision and I don't really know what I want to do, and there's a lot of factors that go into that. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, understanding this is my senior year, you know, there is a possibility where I maybe go and move on and go to the WNBA. But, you know, there could also be the possibility of coming back. So um, I think, you know, I just treat it like, you know, this is my last year. But also um, in the back of my my mind, I still understand, you know, I can come back. I do have that option, and that is definitely something I will think about and, you know, discuss and whatever is best for me in that moment. But, um yeah, I'm excited. It's honestly really crazy for me to think about that I'm already a senior. I honestly yeah. feel like I was just a freshman a short while ago, and I was looking back at pictures, and I'm like, I look so different. Like, I don't fit in my jersey when I was a freshman. Like, I just look, like, so skinny, and it's, like, I can hardly remember playing in front of no fans because I'm so used to just sold-out crowds I, now. I don't either, honestly. So, um, but yeah, I mean. It seems like forever ago. Yeah, it's it's really wild to think about. Yeah, I still remember that Iowa I, State I give game. Kate crap because I'm like, Kate, oh, yeah. I, when I got here, you were literally like a senior. How are you still here? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, how are we both how, – how can we possibly graduate to, with each other? I don't understand that. <laughs> so I like to give her crap all the time. <laughs> yeah, that Iowa State game, that, that COVID year was like – Oh, my that gosh, was that was, was insane. Like, we were down like 14 or 15, and yeah. we came back and won. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. And I was like celebrating. I'm like, nobody is there. Like <laughs> – <laughs> Nobody's celebrating with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I remember. I remember being there. I was fortunate yeah. to be there, and um, photographers were there. So yeah. luckily, we have we have images of that. That's but that, true. That it works. actually happened. We yeah, have yeah. we have proof. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. You've been super generous with your time, but are you ready for like a little lightning Let's round to end it? I'm Just ready. kind of fun topics. Yeah. Uh, if uh, you played Waveland or Finkbein tomorrow, what would your score be? Oof. Finkbein is hard. Um. Or another course. Uh, well, was... brown deer, like, I could shoot an 85. Okay. Like, depending on my day, like, it depends. I like brown deer. Like, brown it's deer? a little okay. easier 
Finkbine, I went out and played a couple times. I love Finkbine, don't get me wrong, but the greens were so fast, and I, I don't go and work on my putting enough to play on fast greens. Like, I'm not out there just, like, getting 100 butts in a day, so my touch was not great. I, it was a three-putt every time for myself. But, yeah, just pick it up. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, close enough. We'll yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what is your lowest 18-hole score? Oh, jeez. Uh, at a real course. Probably around well i played some sad courses like some okay. very easy courses sure but i would count like brown deer as like an average that's golfer a, course that's a good course it's a good yeah, course yeah, but yeah. also like the front nine is very open so like you're not losing mm-hmm. your ball all the time um so i would say like you know if i play bad i definitely have the potential to shoot like a, a 95 or something mm-hmm. but also i could be that's like not bad. if i if i play pretty well like i can you know have some birdies but also you know, bogey a couple. It's it's when I start triple and doubling when like <laughs> my story really gets going up. But no, I could shoot like a, an eighty four pretty like consistently. I, wow. Yeah. Wow. If uh, hey, if do I you could, get like mad at yourself like oh, in yeah. golf like that's... if I if I could figure out my driver a little better, I know every golfer says that. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. I could just hit it straight. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, if I could just I hit would it straight. Be, I would be so good. But no, like I'm seriously like my irons are pretty nice and. Um, the putting is, you know, whatever it is, but like, if I could like, cause I can hit it far. I'm pretty strong mm-hmm. and, um, it's fun. Cause we go and Kate Martin plays a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of our managers play. So it's just like something fun to do in the summer and we make it competitive. We do a lot of two V two, like best ball and nice. things like that. So All right. what you, everyone has a favorite, every golfer has a favorite club. So what's your favorite, favorite club? club. Oh, that's tough. I'm probably going to go my three hybrid because it's so oh, versatile. Really? Like okay. if I'm stuck under a tree, I can just chip it, like hit yeah, out with okay. it because it doesn't go so high. Okay. But also if I'm like pretty far from the hole, like I can, if I hit that thing good, like, yeah, like I can be like <laughs> and, uh, Brown deer, you know, that one hole that goes like straight up I, it's on the back nine, mm-hmm. it's a par four. Like I can drive the green on the par four. Like, wow. Yeah. Dang. That's why I like brown deer because like <laughs> the holes kind of treat me well sometimes. <laughs> I'm really hyping brown deer here. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, I do like, hopefully they, them. they have an NIA deal for your wedding. Uh, Favorite musical artist? Oh, that's tough. Okay, well, depends on what type of music, but Luke Combs. I actually saw Luke Combs at U.S. Bank just mm. a couple weekends ago, um, but also Drake. I'm a huge Drake fan, actually, and I like The Weeknd. Um, but during the summer, I listen to a lot of country music. Um, I love going to concerts, so I'll probably say right now Luke Combs and his newest album. Okay. Uh, favorite Iowa City restaurant? Or, <sighs> and, and I don't know if there's an NIL situation no, here. No, I mean, favorite so. restaurant? Yeah, man. Obviously, Hy-Vee High Chai is my go-to. Um, <laughs> but like, if I have to go to a sit-down restaurant, oof. I mean, I like a lot, and I think that's what's so good about Iowa City. It's so many local yeah. places that are so good. Um, All right. Well, how, do, how about do you have a spot back here while you're thinking ooh, about that? Oh, like, back you go here, to folks, Latin or? King. Okay. Have you been there? Oh yeah, near the fairgrounds. Yeah, it's been it's a little different because they changed ownership, but. Uh, I'm actually having it tomorrow night. My mom's, we're ordering it in because Colin's graduation. I think we're going to get it before we go to Colin's graduation. So I'm super excited about that. Chicken Spadini, Latin King. Okay. That's, and people are like, oh, you like Latin food? I'm like, no, it's Italian food. <laughs> like, that's what everybody says to me. Because one time we came here and played my freshman year and I had it catered into the hotel and I told the team, like, oh, guys, like, I got the coaches to cater in Latin King. And they're like, dude, like, none of us want Latin food. Like, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, Who said that? Who said literally that? all of them. Okay. okay. Like, uh, <laughs> but, no, best Italian restaurant in Des Moines. Okay. Uh, that's saying something from from an Italian. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, 
not favorite non basketball thing to do mm-hmm. non basketball mm-hmm. hobby in the summer golf yeah, golf okay um other than that you know i like to cook and bake which i don't have a lot of time in season i don't cook a lot of my meals in mm-hmm. season cuz we get a lot of it provided for us which is really nice but um, when I'm out of season, I like to, you know, cook whatever it is. My mom's a really good cook. So that's a very big plus about being back home right now is my mom's cooking really good meals for me. And uh, even when I go home after this workout, I know she's going to make me lunch or something, which is a really nice thing I don't have to worry about. But I'm keeping you from lunch. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think those two probably. Okay. Well, uh, this was an interesting one from um, a listener. Uh, what is the craziest thing you did in high school you should have gotten in trouble for but didn't? Oh. Hmm. That's a good question. Were you a troublemaker? No, I never got, I was not a troublemaker. Um, like I never got detention or anything like that, but I was also like, like I was fun and like goofy. Like, so at times I would be like too loud and fun in class, (laughs) but like my teachers like thought it was funny. So they couldn't like get me in trouble, but I don't know. Like I never really did. I was not really a troublemaker like that. Um, I don't know. That's all right. Well, that, us, uh, you know, us, us straight A students here. Yeah. yeah we, we can That's do no why wrong, my teachers right? like me because yeah. I would like actually do my homework and get good <laughs> grades. <laughs> uh, will Patrick Mahomes come to a game this year? Oh, man, I hope so. That's the goal. But actually, I might be banging the drum at the Chiefs at a Chiefs game this okay, year. Okay, yeah. What's so, going on with that? I mean, that's is that possible? Is that it, is, is it they, confirmed? They want me to. I, it's not confirmed you yet, but do that, we're gonna right? have to make that happen. So yeah, uh, no. It's... Patrick is a Patrick is a big fan of myself, and he actually sent a a video uh, to the team saying good luck before I think we played before we played South Carolina. Uh, you yeah. know. Obviously, Hyvie has a relationship with him, too. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got that set up. Him and Mark Wahlberg sent a, us a little good luck thing, which was really cool. The girls loved it. I loved it. But, yeah, he's a big fan. So I know everybody wants to see him at Carver. So I think we can make that happen by the time I leave. Wow. That'd be pretty That'd be pretty amazing. I hope, I hope you're not going down there week three against the Bears. That's my uh, Is that week three? Yeah, I, I kind of want to go week one. I think it might be Thursday night football. But it is Thursday night football. Not that would Lions, be. Jack Campbell, yeah. Sam Laporta, yeah. um, and then Coach Raina Harmon, who's one of our assistants. She loves Lions because she's from Michigan. Sure. So she like when the schedule came out, she's like, you're getting us tickets, right? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, now, do, do, you have, do you get to have a say in when you get to bang the drum? I have, no, I don't think. Okay. I don't know. I we'll see. Say, they should it's make... not confirmed yet, but I okay. know they want to, which right. would be so cool. I mean, I'm not writing an article about yeah. it. I think they have a Christmas Day game, too this year the chiefs at home and i went to the christmas eve game last year so that's cold, so though. cold but it was cold. really fun <laughs> <laughs> um okay i don't think i have any more lightning round questions okay. so let's just finish it up with there, there's one more i had from a listener and i thought this would be a good one to finish this okay. off with uh how fil- how fulfilling is it to inspire the next generation of female athletes mm-hmm. Uh, to st- who strive to be the next Caitlin Clark in any sport. I got a message from somebody uh, in my text group just about how they, you know, uh, his daughter wants to be the Caitlin Clark of softball, yeah. you know. Yeah. So how does it feel to be inspiring that generation? Like I said earlier, I really think that's like the coolest part of this whole thing for me is just the amount of people I can inspire and how excited they are about basketball or really whatever it is. And that's what I always tell people. I went back and visited my grade school and I told them like, all you have to do is dream, like whether you want to be, you know, an artist or a dentist or a doctor, like that's just what I was like. I wanted to, I dreamed to be a basketball player. Like that's what I wanted to do. And I worked really hard at it, but that's not what you have to do. Like all it takes is, you know, a dream and a lot of hard work. And 
uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but you can, you can be whatever you want. Um, and I think that's just the biggest thing, but, um, yeah, last year was really special with the amount of young girls and young, uh, young boys that would come to our games and scream about us. And people would ask me for my shoes or my autograph or whatever it is. And, you know, I expect that to probably even double this next year and be even crazier. But seriously, I think that's the coolest part of it all for me. And I will never take that for granted. And I always try to make time for as, as many young people as I can, because I really feel like I was just that young person. Um, you know, my dad would take me to the to the Drake games down at the Nap Center all the time just because that's the closest university to where I grew up. And I thought the, the men's team and the girls team there were the coolest people of all time. And now I get to live uh, on the biggest stage and, you know, inspire those people in the same way. And um, it's, it's really cool and really special. So, um, yeah, I, I hope I can continue to do that. And, you know, uh, I know hopefully a lot of those people grow up and get to be in, in shoes like mine, whether, you know, they're doctors changing people's lives or saving people's lives or, you know, whether they're a musician, uh, things like that. So I really think that's, you know, the coolest part for myself. So it's cool to see people tag me and stuff on social media yeah, yeah. and, uh, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, or, you know, send me direct messages. Um, you know, I obviously don't get back to everybody, but it's just really cool to see how much, you know, you can inspire people with just you know, something that you love to do. Awesome. Uh, well, I really appreciate you. I've told you that before, but um, you've always been really good to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you so much for no, your yeah. time. I really appreciate I know all the Hawk fans uh, <laughs> appreciate your time as well yeah. and, and love hearing from you. So, no, yeah. Thanks for coming. I always appreciate it. You guys do a tremendous job. So, thanks. Yeah. Go get some lunch from mom. Going to have to. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later, <laughs> yep. Caitlin. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.